Today it's episode 1047, so I feel obligated to talk about 10 millimeters and AK-47s, if that's all right with everybody. So we'll keep the topics to 10 millimeters and AK-47s. But I didn't know who to invite, so I didn't invite anybody. I'm sure I was going to show up. I've been having sporadic attendance to the live shows, and I don't know if I got to Pete, and if I was going to dig into more work tonight. I was going to go to bed after this. So I'm running this on the duck tonight. We've got uh, DTP showed up. Welcome. Lockjaw. So in other words, you guys are going to be locked down tomorrow. Is that what you're saying? In Wisconsin. I'm about to sneeze. as if I just smelled ammonia or something. Well, that's what I was going to do this today. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, so now I remember what I was going to do. The weird YouTube name for this video is all weird because I crammed... Uh, uh, this is way too loud, probably. I crammed a... Uh, Gunners America video in here. Take forever to do this. There we go. Now we are screen sharing. And we got this window on the left, and that's a bunch of. Ugh, why do I have that even open? Eventually that'll be Illustrator background. But right now, this is the screen and we're gonna go over to this which I think is an excellent thing to start the show off with today first I am going to open up this one so that, what, what do you mean it's unknowing what are we talking about here I'm gonna have to blow my nose for some reason yeah something went through my Sinuses, just like you know, you smell vinegar or something like it. Completely went through my sinuses. What the hell? I want to open it. Unknown format. I don't know where those files are. 
you watching me look through my files, I guess. We'll uh, go over here and uh, watch something from Gun Owners of America. I got love it. Trying to not talk like I'm blowing my nose. It's killing me. So, uh, right before the show, I watched something from Gun Owners of America, and I thought it was an excellent way to address um, yeah, whatever the situation we're in right now or whatever. So, I'm pretty sure they're going to be cool with me just playing their video. So, I'm going to do that. We're experiencing some very troubling side effects, and unfortunately, this has resulted in some attacks. Has anybody seen this video yet? Watch something from Gunners of America. Well, and I thought it was an excellent way to address. All right, so we got uh, OTRs, loves Alaska, right on. And Tomorrow until April, 20, April 24th, for one month from tomorrow. That's the whole state. But that's uh, quarantine. Is that, oh, I'm thinking uh, curfew. That's, uh, you can't leave your house for a month? That's a long time. But that's like, you can't, you can go to the, get to the store and stuff like that. They just don't want you farting around out there. It's a month. Wow, that's a long time. Um, so we got this issue going on. You haven't heard, maybe you have heard, but there's this sniffles going around and Obviously, lots of different ways. Give me some feedback. Is that music way too loud still? No, it's way too loud. Um, different ways to address it or whatever. And I thought Gun Owners America had a pretty good thing. So I was asking if anybody had seen it. There's only five people out there, so I'll quit waiting. And I'm just going to play Gun Owners America's video. It's pretty awesome. We are obviously living in incredible times. The coronavirus pandemic has become the chief focus of the nation. We're experiencing some very troubling side effects, and unfortunately, this has resulted in some attacks on our right to keep bare arms. But there is a remedy for these assaults on our liberty. In times like these, we, we shouldn't be playing defense. Rather, we should go on the offense and restore our rights. Who's with you? Is anybody down with that? Is anybody watching? Is this an interactive show, or what's going on? And that's why Gun Owners of America is advocating for, as we have many times in the past, constitutional carry and reciprocity. The more pro-gun measures that we can enact, the more measures that don't require government permission or screening for honest gun owners. So I let it go a little bit too far there to critique it. But uh, they've done these, like he says, they've done that before, where something happens and they just go after it. And they've done this strategy for multiple things. But uh, yeah, reciprocity right now, or universal, what was it called? National reciprocity. Uh, there's an awesome case for that right now, right? And then going back and holding feet to the fire for all the people that dropped reciprocity because of Vegas. And if I wish I, you know, looking back with hindsight now, lots of I wishes, right? Be nice to have have like a rock and every second matters or Minuteman University, whichever it is where we could jump back and relate, you know, where things got dropped, where things started and associate them with events because uh, yeah, that was 
um, Vegas that killed hearing protection and national reciprocity, both. And a bunch of individuals are responsible for not picking that up, right? And even if they're not there, no, they, they, we can do a better job of holding their feet to the fire by just being aware of all this shit. So, um, DTP, you're saying you got it in an email from GOA earlier? I'm thinking about getting rid of my newsletter. My newsletter costs me money. I don't really use it too much. You know, if it's worth keeping a newsletter around. Anyway, so um, I just happened to randomly find it. I was waiting for some live show to start, and they're not feeding us live shows anymore. I don't know if you're noticing that. People have mentioned it here and there, but I went to look for live shows, and it didn't tell me Ghost was live. It didn't tell me – I mean, I knew Sandhills was live, but it didn't even tell me. I had to go to his channel. Um, I didn't know Night Strike was still live, and, and then it was Ghost and uh, Crump. It was like showing Crump live, I think 35 minutes after he ended. So YouTube isn't perfect. Uh, anyway, so I just saw this randomly. I was just sitting there minding my business. This popped up. I just clicked YouTube, in fact. Like YouTube, you should get random stuff. I mean, they're going to force you to watch stuff, but, you know, random for you, in other words. But it'll be random. It won't be just your subscriptions. And that's what I clicked. And then this thing showed up. 3,000 views in five hours. So I don't know. Probably just because I like gun stuff, I guess they shoved it at me. But anyway, I started listening to it, and I thought it was pretty good. Like I say, they've used this strategy before, go on the offense. But what I like about it is the uh, national reciprocity uh, aspect for this particular issue, right, is uh, applicable to all these people that are waiting in line. And all these other shows, I don't need to get into it, all the other shows that have been going on today have addressed the fact that probably new gun owners, not not gun owners, but new gun owners are the people waiting in those lines and they're experiencing all this shit more than likely, at least some of them, most of them probably for the first time. Right. So I'm going to go back and start playing this again. So his thing is let's go on the offense. Require government permission or screening for honest gun owners. Well, that's America is advocating for as we have many times in the past, constitutional carry and reciprocity. The more pro-gun measures that we can enact, the more measures that don't require government permission or screening for honest gun owners, then the better off that we're going to be. So you can use the link on the screen or in the description to send a pre-written letter to your federal officials urging them to support these measures. Now, if you've been keeping up with gun-related news, you know the anti-gun left has gone nuts. And of course, he's going to talk about 5717. Is that what the next one is? But um, what do you think going on the offense? Um, or at least match the defense or will always be on the defense? Well, I think that's the thing, though, is we always just defend. We never go on the offense. So or do you, I guess you're saying bring as much offense to the level of their defense, of their offense. So match defense instead of defense match offense with offense. And that's when I was alluding to Gun Owners America doing that before in recent history, that's what I remember. That was in reaction to the bump stock thing. One of, I can remember sitting here watching a video of Eric um, saying almost the same thing to the bump stock situation. He's like, you know, we're going to do other things also, but remember the bump stock was happening at the same time as a bunch of stupid stuff was being proposed by the uh, gun prohibitionists. 
you know, there was quite a few things, if you'll remember, and we need to remember our wins. We should probably see again, a good Every Second Matters project would go back and archive that stuff so we could recall when necessary, all that stuff would be tagged and we could say, when are some wins in here? But, uh, you know, we had some wins there. There was some, some pretty nail biting situations, if I remember correctly, last year, you know, especially with NRA not being strong. So um, this is basically their reaction to, I think it was the bump stock ban. And he said something like, you know, we're going to do other things, but we're going to put the, the gun or, or we're going to put national reciprocity back on the table. We're going to put the hearing protection act back on the table. So every time they put a gun prohibition on the table, we're going to take an infringement off the table or whatever the equivalent of that would be. We're going to take, you know, a law away or an infringement away. And, uh, and I thought that was an interesting strategy. At least that's, I remembered it because that was the first time I had heard that strategy for, you know, not in a, in a, a direct a defense against an onslaught, but uh, I guess you could say muddy the waters or, clear, you know, cloudy the, cloudy the, the radar with other stuff so that they can't put all their eggs in one basket so they can't get all their troops behind one thing. So that you start, I guess the the politics, the big game, the 4D chess, right? Is if you put a whole bunch of pro-gun stuff out there that at the same time the prohibitionists put their anti-crap out there, now you have all those favors and stuff. So if somebody comes along and says, hey, you owe me a favor because of whatever horrible thing I know about and I'm not talking about, um, you know, if, if there's like six things they got to get off of that favor, that might be tougher. Maybe, maybe that's the 4D chess, but I'm just talking. Um, so I hear you, but I'm sure by now you've said something to respond to that. That's eight minutes ago. Got the email from Goa and I started emailing. And yeah, I didn't see most of the live shows. I only caught you going live by luck. Oh, because of the YouTube isn't perfect. Uh, I get notifications, but they don't show up in my sub feed. I only go to this. I go to these three little lines and then see it says that he's live. Is he still corking me? No, see, he's off air already. He's not even live, but the thing will tell me he's live. But it won't tell me when somebody is actually live necessarily. If it's a really long show, I think it will. So I should maybe there's a better way to go. I can sometimes go down to live but I don't really think it shows you anybody you know in here. It just shows you the weirdest shit ever. Makes you depressed. Like this show that's been on forever, which is just rip-offed music off of somewhere, gets 26,000 people watching it. How shitty is my show? 11 people watch it. Um, just look at their bill, HR 57. So now we're getting into this 5717. at the federal level. It is one of the most outrageous and expansive gun control bills ever introduced. And I'll speak to that bill more in a second. But for now, just know that anti-gun Democrats won't stop pushing until the right to keep and bear arms is, is wiped out. And that's why we can't back down one bit. But here's what's happening around the nation. As a result of the coronavirus pandemic, law enforcement offices all over the country are shutting down all or part of their operations including suspending the processing of concealed carry license applications. Uh, I don't know if I listened to the whole thing. Somewhere around here, I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to it on the show. So I don't know if I've listened to all of this, but I'm going to go back to here again. 
5717 at the federal level. It is one of the most outrageous and expansive gun control bills ever introduced. And I'll speak to that bill more in a second, but for now, just know that anti-gun Democrats won't stop pushing until the right to keep and bear arms is, is wiped out. And that's why we can't back down one bit. But here's what's happening around the nation. As a result of the coronavirus pandemic, law enforcement offices all over the country are shutting down all or part of their operation, including suspending the processing of concealed carry license applications. Some politicians are even using COVID-19 as an excuse to ban sales of guns. And oh, dang it. I'm sitting here typing over here. Thanks for those. Didn't mean to talk shit when I said uh, 11 people. <laughs> But I'm just saying, when you see the thing that's just ripped off music with 26,000, you're like, holy moly, there's a lot of people on YouTube, right? Um, I'm going back to over here because I did want to stop and make a snide comment, probably. So you can use the link on the screen or in the description to send a pre-written letter to your federal officials urging them to support these measures. Okay, so that's first call to action. And I'm going to go ahead and say they should put something in visual here. This is okay to have Eric talk to us, but this is, I think, in one definition, preaching to the choir, and the definition that nobody in their right mind is going to sit here and listen to Eric say this stuff in a very monotone way, unless you're interested in what he's saying, right? We're, we're absorbing data here. We're plugged into the matrix, and we're learning new kung fu, right? But regular people ain't going to want to do that. So get some kids from college humor or some of these meme lords that are such awesome, you know, comedic geniuses and get them in here with some graphics and put a pause right there. That's your first call to action. And it's critical. I think it's super important and they kind of blow it off. And they did this earlier and I ain't getting paid by Gunners America. So I'm going to go ahead and say it now. They blew it off the first time around. I think it's a critical call to action though. So if we're going to be, if we're going to go with the, uh, the strategy of offense with offense, then don't blow off that call to action as like, Oh, and share and like, and then let's get into the meat of the video. No, no, that's the piece of the video. That's like chapter one. Let's all pause for a minute and go through maybe a graphic, right? Show the screen, show somebody clicking on the button, and then maybe emphasize it while you're getting that little graphic or maybe get some little cartoon guy already. How come we got to be watching Eric on the screen? What the hell? I want to see a little cartoon jump up out of that logo or something or see that guy run over and poke a button with his rifle now i want to see something already um because we want to catch these people and not bore the hell out of them right so that first call to action right there i want to stop and say first off let's do that like let's definitely take them up on that and basically you just go to Gunners of america but whatever let's see what their actual link takes us to oh damn it takes us right to it so as Gun Owners of America, now that I'm done bitching about them, Gun Owners of America is obviously one of the heavy hitters in respects that not only are they doing stuff and they're funding stuff and they're collecting money and distributing it with action, right? And it's total two-way only action, not just partner around the edges action. So it's it's critical and it's, it's efficient and it's vital. I'm not knocking them except to bitch about little tiny critiques. But this kind of thing is also major, major facet of their platform, right? Or their projects. They come to the field with this uh, pre-made, pre what is it called? Like form. I don't know if you know, I worked with um, Arizona Citizens Defense League for a long time 
where they kicked me to the curb for being a jerk. And uh, um, they this stuff costs super much. This costs like a big, well, it used to be a big chunk of people's budgets. I'm sure for Gun Owners America at this point, it's not a big chunk of their budget anymore, but it's it's significant to be tagged in with all this because this isn't just some email form. This is clicked in to actual government email boxes. So this isn't like they're being flooded with email. This is a system that's in place to let people know in a legitimate way. So it's 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 hardcore and um, they offer it and they do a really good job of using the socials and using their, what do you call them, like ambassadors or state reps. You know, the people that work with Gunners of America, they're not just selling memberships. Like they're out there facilitating, they're making sure that people understand the concepts and the information they're getting messages out in different ways. Everything you want an organization's different levels of outreach to do, right? Like everybody's doing it right, except for when I critique over here, because that's when they're doing it wrong. But um, anyway, this stuff is, is dead on. So let's remember that that link is in here. Do it now or do it whenever. Share it around. And it's maybe even a good thing just to, right now in the chaos, because is it you know a, a task? It's something to do. Like tomorrow, I'm going to write my legislatures and let them know. And then is it more significant when they get contacted in the midst of all this, as opposed to later when it's a lot easier, later when it's not a fire anymore, like later when somebody read a newsletter, as opposed to now when they're deciding which button to push? Let's see, all kinds of messages. Uh, so let me, I'm going to go back to here and I don't know which way should I go. I guess I'll stay over on the video for a second and go back over to here. Uh, so I don't get too far behind over here. We should go on the offensive and strike what we have. Is this where I was at? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so TDR saying we should go on the offensive and strike while we have the numbers, especially when we can point out, show how much their insanity affects the country as a whole. And I think you're talking about the gun prohibitionists insanity as far as the massive restrictions, the horrible infrictions they've imposed on these people. We always say behind enemy lines, but people with massive population centers where they don't have rural lifestyles. They don't have a backyard or a range nearby. They don't have friends that go shooting. They probably don't have parents that, you know, go that come from a tradition of some kind of shooting sport. You know, if they are coming from an urban city type of situation where they're 13 floors up or, you know, 13th street, or I don't know, you know, in the city. And then, uh, uh, you know, yeah, when they go to try to figure something out or even just unaware of it, who cares how many people stood in line? The fact that it's news means that a bunch of people who are like, hmm, you know, yesterday I was told that anybody who wants seven guns is a crazy lunatic. But now I see that in a time of situation where there's not enough government to go around and everybody's, you know, everybody's at this heightened level of stress and it's not even panic, you might want a gun for your mom and then another gun for whatever. You know, think of all the places I'm trying to take toilet paper and water. What if somebody was trying to take guns to those? Then, yeah, you might want seven guns. You know, just somebody could be, what's the word, like rational and think about it that way. Maybe if somebody presented it to them that way. It would make it, it would facilitate that, but um, yeah, I think uh, the prohibition is acting now. I mean, it's a given, right? We knew it was going to happen. At some point, we're going to quit letting them. I always used to use the analogy when I had these chats 
that they can come along and punch us anytime they want. As soon as there's some horrible thing that happens and the politically motivated thing happens with a firearm, you know, because they know that there's going to be consequences when the bad guy uses a firearm and they're going to become infamous and they might even have laws named after them or something, you know, so that they'd always be known. Uh, they know their shortest cut to that, their shortcut, their surest shortcut to that, right, is is due to this media thing. So uh, anyway, I don't know where I was going on that already. Moving on. Uh, 10 millimeter in times of war, 9 millimeter. Oh, my goodness. So somebody's maybe you're in a garage and you got the admissions going or the, the uh, exhaust going. 11 cool people. That's where I was saying only 11 people watching. Now there's only seven people watching. So when you bitch about only 11 people watching, four of them ditch out of here. But yeah, um, I definitely have unique content. You're not coming to this show because you expect some sort of like salam, uh, store-bought sandwich spread on, on sliced bread. You ain't getting that here. 2.6K, but how many own guns? Um, I don't know where that one was from. That was probably from his speech in here, but I just don't remember. Uh, everyone's going to get chipped with five years of no more paper currency. I don't know about all that. You might have some sort of a fob or probably phones. Right now in China, they're all happy about their phones. You like swipe your phone in front of stuff and it charges your PayPal or something. Chinese PayPal. Probably something like that, right? I don't know about putting it in you. Not just yet. It'd be more like Star Trek, right? It'd be something you wear or you're like maybe something you stick in your ear like that. Uh, like the secretary of Star Trek. Is that a little thing in her ear? Oh, they could use dogs with pro-gun messages to reach more people. I don't know in what way. Dogs are pretty good, though. Yesterday was puppy day, so you should do puppy two belly rubs today because it's probably not getting neglected after yesterday. feels like it was superstar. Hey, feels like everybody ignores it. The forum letters, uh, I think is maybe your description for that word, maybe. Uh, didn't match check it to 600 on occasion or has always been around 300. Chats, I don't know how, I don't pay attention anymore because it used to impress me. And then it was like, first it was interesting. Like when we first started doing chats, I don't remember. And it would be neat to be able to go back. I wonder how you could do that. Uh, I guess it's technically possible. In the future, I don't know how far into the future, we'll be able to take an AI. And what's cool is you're only going to need to buy like 20 minutes on an AI. Like we'll come up with this idea and we'll go buy like a five-minute, $5 AI search. And you could go back and listen to every single live chat and figure out um, how many people were watching say stuff like hey there's 600 people watching or hey there's a thousand people watching right we would have said that somewhere in some of those chats and there's a lot of chats but you could tell the future ais right like you could tell skynet or whopper or vicky like any of these ais you could say hey go find out how many people were on average in matt's chats over the last i think we started in let's say 12. So in the last seven years, and then it'd go back and it would, you know, almost immediately have listened to every single chat and done all the math and come back with that number. So we'll be able to pay for five bucks and be able to get that stuff. But right now, 
I don't even remember. But I remember when they first started, of course, they were little. And then they got to like thousands and we thought that was cool. I think, I can't remember, it was some kind of probably a presidential thing, I think. Something of significance happened on the news. And I'm, I think it wasn't like a State of the Union. I think it was like a inauguration maybe. Why is this thing showing up on my screen? Um, and and I think we were impressed that like 5,000 people were watching. I just don't remember what year that was. So I can remember occasionally little things here and there, waypoints. Um, but yeah, Yankees, see, I don't even remember. And the thing is, I don't watch enough chats, like other chats to keep track of like ours or any indication of what's going on out there. So there's got to be something about the number of people that are interested. And then, of course, then when the chat is, is, I guess, another big one. Like a chat on a Thursday afternoon, that's when Seinfeld used to be on. I don't really watch TV anymore, but back in the day, Thursday after Thursday, primetime was the number one spot for all ratings, right? And then it was like, I forget the breakdown anymore, but if you get a chat in the primetime slot, you're going to get people because there's people around that time. So that's probably one of the reasons the Yankees always stealing all the views because they don't have nothing else to watch Yankees on. He stole that spot. He acts like he didn't realize, like, oh, I accidentally stole that spot. It was my spot before. Uh, and then also he pays for views. No one talks about it, but he pays for tons of views, probably. No, I don't have any evidence of that, but I'm just assuming because I only have 11 viewers. Uh, but no, I have no idea. I don't really pay attention unless we're actually talking about it or something. Um, yeah, I can't remember. I think Matt would get like, I've seen Matt's be at like 400, 500. Maybe it's maybe after like an import, like a fancy movie or some movie everybody wanted to watch. Or maybe right before, like maybe people show up for that. I only show up really to BS. I don't typically pay that much attention. Formula is also a good letter to use for calling and talking. You mean just like when you're talking to your friends or what? Or like calling a local politician? That's interesting. I never thought about it that way. I, I'm not going to go in. Do I have it here? I don't want to. Can I go next? It's going to fill out all my shit. I don't really want to fill all my shit on the internet. See, the problem is like, I don't want to do it in front of you. But if I click on the name thing, it'll... For whatever reason, it pulls up a bunch of other names that I've typed lately. So from shipping and stuff, I don't want to show really everything. But when you click on that, I, I think it's FPC lets you change the text of the writing, like of the of the document. G, uh, GOA lets you do that also, right? Um, and that's the thing. I usually go in there and remove probably about 70% of what they say. And I make it real short and sweet. One, so that it's different, and then two, just in case anyone never does read it, it's just easier for them. Because a lot of that stuff is like, I agree with the GOA, and I want to say what the GOA said last week in this link. You know, So there's some of that in there, and I usually chop some of that stuff off. But uh, so, yeah, when you're talking like the meat of that, I never thought about that. Um, in fact, I was just talking before, if I should get rid of the newsletter, and yeah, that actually might be um applicable there you take the text of that when you're making a blog or a repost about it and uh you know when you need to write a description of a video about the gunners america uh form letter engine thing uh then yeah use the 
gut of that form letter is the description of the video or a chunk of it. It would work pretty good too. What the heck is this? Rifles over penetrate. What are you talking about? Uh, I saw a video titled on my sub feed. I'm done trying to change hearts and minds. Okay. People remember are going to uh, type titles in that are catchy. Look at the title of this one. 10 millimeter and AK-47s. That's why I'm trolling all the meme lords to come over here and look at 10 millimeter AK-47s. Desperate attempt to get views. Look, I got another viewer. Went to the 12 as soon as I talked about it. Uh, I think all of them let you change it. See, that's the problem when I'm way behind. You just add more. Oh, you're saying the thing. I got you. Um, yeah, now that I said, as soon as I said that, I was trying to think. No, there used to be, and I say I do ones with uh, Arizona Citizens Defense League, and theirs is the same system. That's how I know it costs a lot of money. Um, but I've seen them with other ones before where, you know, they come up and then they're basically, here you go. Like, you don't get to edit nothing. And uh, it's just a, I don't think it's a, they care. I think it's just the system that they're using. You know, the, technically the system that they're using just doesn't let that field edit for whatever reason. So um, when those, when that's the case, I usually just copy what I want out of there and write another email. I just make my own email because I don't need that form. I forget, like I say, those things are kind of plugged in, um, but I think they're the equivalent of an email. Or maybe is it that they have a, I think there is like a lever, a layer between however the hierarchy goes, there's telephone call, you know, meeting in person, a handwritten letter, email, and then somewhere in there, I think somewhere in there is form, form email or like, you know, push button email. And I think, uh, these things are between form email because they're they're more official than just a typical form email or something. I think that's one of the reasons they pay so much for it. I might be wrong. If somebody knows more about that, let me know because I don't really. I'm totally I'm just trying to remember what the guys. If I would have been able to communicate good with Arizona citizens, especially guys, still. Don't like them. Yeah, I was gonna do AK47 chat. Really, I was just playing this video and waiting to see if anybody's going to show up and chat about it. I guess we'll be going 30 minutes. So I've just been blabbing, but uh, I've been critiquing this video and I've gotten one minute into a nine minute video. There was something here in the beginning that I was going to rant about. To send a pre-written letter to your federal officials urging them to support these measures. Now, if you've been keeping up with gun-related news, you know the anti-gun left has gone nuts. Just look... And whenever I was first listening to this, I think that's when I was trying to come up with a way to make the point that the, the order, we got to all, I, I said it before when we would have conversations that we, uh, when I'm trying to uh, maybe do like a two-way workshop or one of Clover's Thursday chats for people to value your contributions out there, whether it be on Instagram or in comments even. Um, but, you know, if you're creating content or to, to, to deciding to create content, uh, to cherish or to value your contribution and something about 
maybe when I was ranting before about the way that they should have put like a, a some sort of a something here, like a graphic or some sort of a hard pause so that you know their first call to action was let your people know about this thing because he's about to just monotone go right into the next topic and whenever i was thinking about that it's because they're an organization and they want you to use their form and they want you to think about the their key points their calls to action and i'm not bitching about that that's just the way you have to do it when you're trying to get information across and they're good at it but i guess that's not that shouldn't be our only option right that shouldn't be our only thing in the arsenal and that's just where i was going to uh, rant a little bit about uh, the disadvantage of an organization is that you've got people that'll fill out that form and then, you know, they're done. And I guess you know, that's fine, but there's more, we could do much more if we had more, more than that. And uh, like I say, I lost where I was going to spin that, but that's why I kept trying to break there and try to get that point in there that, I don't know, like these organizations, they do what they do. They're going to either lobby, right. Or they're going to, um, petition or write, what are they called? Whatever those things are called that they send to the Supreme Court, uh, or they're going to, um, uh, I guess, write laws like our AZCDL. They write laws um, that, or write bills, I guess, that become law. Um, so they have a, they all have their their area of strengths or their area of attack, and just like anything, that's what they look at it. That's how they look at everything. If they're thing, if they're karate or if they're judo or if they're boxing, that's how they're coming to the fight. And while we need all them, you know, I, I just want to, I wanted to make a point that, uh, that illustrates how they're only thinking about whatever their strengths are and they're missing. And, uh, I, don't know, I was just gonna rant about that a bit since it's my show. All right. So, we will get into AK stuff. I'm actually just thinking about drawing an AK because I had the cover, some kind of chicken with an AK. I always like hearing or conversing with whoever shows up. Yep, that's why the show is hopefully interesting. It's definitely not your typical show. And it's certainly changed over the years and all 100% because of who's in the room out here. I don't know. I used to say in Matt's or Yankees chats, I could say who's been out there since the beginning. I don't think there's been anybody out here since the beginning. But uh, I don't know how long people have been listening, but it's definitely been different throughout the episodes. Uh, I wonder how many of the reps are handling handwritten letters. Well, that's an interesting point, and it's probably <laughs> useless at this point, right? Yeah, they're probably all going into some bag or some burn bucket at this point. But yeah, I, don't, I doubt their staff even is, or if they are, it's probably just a nuisance for them. So it actually might be not the best time for that, which sucks. Uh, nine minutes might seem like long to some, but I think it's to appease the YouTube algorithm. Uh, they should have made it. And that's the other thing. Um, thank you for bringing that up. I'm going to go ahead and bitch about it. If they would have made it 40 freaking seconds longer, it would actually trigger the logarithm. So no, you want to make it 10 minutes so that basically the deal is at 10 minutes, they can put in, what do they call it? Like in video ads, which means, you know, normally there's an ad at the beginning, there's an ad at the end, and now there's sometimes an ad underneath right but on like anybody who's trying to really milk this whole thing who's just got the youtube teeth squeezed so hard that they've got a stream of fluid coming out of there um they're gonna have a pause that little yellow freaking dot 
and then it's going to stop and it's going to play a freaking ad. And you got to wait down here for it to say skip ad until you can skip out of it. And you got to waste your time and look at the computer and click on that thing. Or people that don't know how to work a computer will say run a pop-up program. So yeah, run a program 24 seven that always runs on your computer. Just because when you go to a show, it's going to occasionally pop an ad. I don't have anything against pop-ups. It's just that I don't want to waste resources on a stupid pop-up blocker. So if there was an efficient pop-up blocker that didn't waste my time, maybe there is, and I'm just ignorant, but uh, there's no easy cure for that. So the easy cure is to, uh, I guess, not post ads, but I don't think you get a choice at 10 minutes. YouTube's going to run them anyway. But anyway, so at 10 minutes is when you can put those ads in there. So they probably should have waited. I don't think they're uh, monetized like that. I'm guessing. I don't really know. They only have 65,000 subs, so they're not like big for YouTube. And they don't have a store. I don't know when you start getting features and stuff, but I'm just guessing they're, if this YouTube has a shit list or a I'll get to you later list, they're probably on that list, right? But uh, if they were monetized, you'd want to hit it to 10. So I don't know. But the thing is, even if you're not monetized, you want to get it to 10 because you want the video to be, be able to be monetized. So here's, let's say, YouTube. Let's say they are on the I don't care about you list, right? Like YouTube isn't promoting them, but they haven't actively done anything about them either. They're just there. They don't care one way or the other, right? So you're minding your business. And now because it's guns, they're not going to give you monetization or maybe the channel doesn't care about monetization either way. But if YouTube can't stick one of those pause ads in there, then it's not going to care because if you make it 10 minutes and it can put one of those ads in there and it goes viral, you know, so all that, and it happens to go viral, YouTube ain't going to make it go viral. They ain't going to help you. I'm saying, but if for some reason it does go viral, YouTube likes the option to be able to put ads in there. So if it goes viral, that's a happy coincidence for everybody. YouTube is going to put ads in there. And even if you don't get a dime from those ads, you want YouTube to put ads in there because now they have an incentive to start showing your video all around. Now, it's already gone viral, so I guess you don't care. But that's sort of the concept. If you make it 10 minutes, it fits into an envelope where you're more likely for YouTube to be favorable. And it's not like it's a do this and... It's just if you don't do that, you're limiting yourself. So if you make yourself a, a round peg in a round hole, not that YouTube is going to shove you through that hole, but it's just that if they ever decide to, it, it actually can happen. And you're not going to, if they decide to, you're not going to find out at that point that for some reason it won't. Anyway, uh, part is that is the time changes of the show. Yeah, but that was... Only twice, really. I think we started out in the morning, we went to the night, and then I think we might have gone to the daytime for a little while, for a while, and then we went to night, and then I know we tried going to the day for like a week, just as an experiment, and then we went to night for, I've been at night forever. Or do you mean the amount of people that don't show up? I believe it's because people, uh, people don't like guns, and YouTube hates me, and it's YouTube's out to get me. I think there's probably tons, thousands of people that want to watch it. They're looking for it right now. They're really having difficulty remembering how to spell Daily Gun Show. And YouTube's working against them. 
All right, what am I clicking around on here? So now we got, I think I'm up to date. So that's 44 minutes in and we haven't even listened to the whole dang video. I wasn't really gonna listen to the whole thing. But we'll listen to this part. It is one of the most outrageous and expansive gun control bills ever introduced. Now I'll speak to that bill more in a second, but for now, just know that anti-gun Democrats won't stop pushing until the right to keep and bear arms is, is wiped out. And that's why we can't back down one bit. But here's what's happening around the nation. As a result of the coronavirus pandemic, law enforcement offices all over the country are shutting down all or part of their operations, including suspending the processing of concealed carry license applications. Some politicians are even using COVID-19 as an excuse to ban sales of guns and ammunition. Well, GOA is already fighting this in places like Louisiana and Pennsylvania. We're also pursuing legal action in certain states. And I recently sent a letter to the Attorney General of the FBI, which lays out three important steps for safeguarding people's right to purchase firearms without having their rights obliterated during the concern over this pandemic. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on, so please stay tuned for further evening. Yeah, and yeah, it'd be nice to have a, a place to have like a, you know, a, a place where there's, you could just find out what all's going on. Waiting for these videos and waiting for nine minutes. That's, you know, fine if you're sitting around, but you know, if you just need to go search, being able to search and find it in words, find it, click on it, read it, what you need, then find a video about what you need. We need to see something like that. and abuse to keep potential gun owners disarmed. The NICS background check system has experienced massive delays. This is the priority we need for. In some states like New Jersey, it's been shut down entirely, so no one in that state can buy a firearm. I heard that part. Now, GOA has opposed NICS since the very beginning. And really, this emergency has shown how any type of government permission system, indeed any type, now, he means the beginning of GOA, since it was invented in 1975, and the NICS, well, I guess the NICS specifically was not 95, I was going to say it was 68, but um, yeah, so it would have been 94. So they've definitely been since, since the beginning. Okay. Uh, NPA is the GOA, and we're Oh, that's interesting. So that's the kind of thing that I did not realize. I knew that many places that's the case, but I didn't realize it had to be whatever, petitioned, asked for, demanded, whatever you want to say. But I didn't realize it was, I figured it was a given. I didn't realize it was a uh, a necessary task in the time of stress. And that's worth acknowledging and recognizing so that, you know, others might you know, keep in mind that, heck, I don't have to worry about that here, too. You know, on top of all my prepping, quote, unquote, how many bullets and Band-Aids and beans I got, um, maybe I got to go worry about, you know, these politicians or um, overreach. Gun control can be abused. And that's why GOA is pushing constitutional carry, which is the ultimate answer to any problem related to permits. 
17 states have solved this problem and are currently experiencing zero failures for honest citizens who want to carry within the borders of their states. And that's because these states are permitless carry states. They don't have to get permission to exercise their right. Uh, right now, GOA is working in at least two additional. Uh, 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 you know that kind of conflicts with the first part. The first part is um, to contact people and what was it? Tell them about uh, um, oh, it was to encourage um, national reciprocity. So national reciprocity is I've got my constitutional carry over here. Let me use it over there. But then at the same time, if we're also going to petition for constitutional. I mean, I guess we have to, but you know what I'm saying? Like if you got constitutional carry, now you don't have a permit. So if you leave here and go to New Mexico, uh, I'm just splitting hairs. Uh, I guess now that I said it out loud, more than likely New Mexico would say anybody from Arizona with constitutional carry and a driver's license is good to go. All right, I'll shut up. I'm just talking to myself. Wolf has been on the bandwagon uh, of trying to force Pennsylvania into New Jersey gun laws and tyrannical. Tried the same thing with 80%. So was it? I'm starting on. Uh, so you're saying, was it like the gun shops were critical places and then this guy, Governor Wolf, comes along and says, no, they're not. And then they had to force him to keep them open again, or he just came along and said, hey, like they always were closed and Prince and GOA came along and got them open, I guess. No way I was gonna... Boom. It's in here now. Well, let's see, so now we'll keep going. There is concealed carry reciprocity legislation that protects the right of honest gun owners to travel armed while outside of their home state, including those who come from constitutional carry states. That bastard. I was about to contradict him, and then luckily I corrected myself because then he comes along and smugly corrects me right before I was about to say it. But there's another feature in the House version. Uh, which is H.R. 38, that bill would also help gun owners during this present state of emergency. See, H.R. 38 provides that a concealed carry permit from any state would allow a person to carry. Right on. Thanks for clarifying that. So, yeah, right on to them. And again, acknowledgement and uh, I guess awareness, right? Because, again, luckily you got Prince. Prince, uh, is it... Uh, Josh Prince, uh, it's under here, under here. If you go down to resources, gun rights lobby, attorneys, Josh Prince, chief counsel of the firearms industry consulting group. He's represented one of the 2000 individuals, 300 FFLs and several dozen, dozen gun clubs and ranges. And I don't have everything in here he's did, but one of the things he's done is what you're talking about. Uh, him and the Goa, these guys got uh, 
president, president, the uh, governor of Pennsylvania to uh, step back. Yeah, I appreciate that. Perry in any other state, including their home state. So think about the significance of that. That means that, say, a Pennsylvanian who was unable to get a permit because the local government offices have been shut down could apply for a permit from, say, a state like New Hampshire, entirely by mail, as you can in New Hampshire, and be able to legally carry in their home state in about two weeks. You can, what I'm taking from this is that you can get a New Hampshire, New Hampshire uh, CCW permit out of state with just uh, by mail. That's pretty cool. You can do that with Utah also. Or I don't know about that. Utah, you might have to go take a class, but you can get it out of state. But if he's if he's saying what I think he's saying, you can just fill out a form and get a New Hampshire, New Hampshire. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know if I'd, I might do it if it's like 50 bucks or less. I might do it just to say I had a New Hampshire CCW permit for a minute. I doubt it gives me any states. Although you never know, some of those weird ones give you like Minnesota. I think I'm missing Minnesota and Oregon, but I don't think anything's going to give me Oregon. Uh, I don't know how much this we're going to listen to. I basically just wanted to talk about that front part um, and then the concept that GOA is fighting fire with fire, and I think that's cool. And I'm glad that they're putting out stuff. Also, critiquing them. I think they need to make splash, splash it up a little bit. There needs to be graphics. Maybe a hand writing something. You ever heard of that? Maybe a flashy little lightning. Make it 80s looking, right? So this is getting too old for me. I need to see more effort in the in that part of it. Otherwise, they're doing pretty darn good. Uh, go over here. Type in AK-47. Picture. And we'll see what we find. Over there. Over there. Eleven people watch our hour in. So this is episode ten forty seven. So we're talking ten wind layers and four AK forty sevens. We always start. We always warm up for like an hour, and then we start talking about the topic. So these are the weakest AK forty seven pictures I've ever seen ever. This is a guy named. Doug, I think, and certainly looks like one of his pictures from back in the day. Huh. So, um, try to find a good AK picture. Yeah, let me type in like maybe AK 47 robot. Some kind of robot holding AK forty seven. What is this saying? Riker the AK forty seven unveils. What is this all about? No, thank you. Russian Riker the AK forty seven just unveiled a golden robot straight out of Alien. The maker of the AK forty seven unveiled a new golden robot at the Army 2018 Forum in Moscow. Uh, the robot's capabilities are still limited, but an improved version is likely to be displayed in the 2020 uh -oh, 
Um, interesting. Anybody ever heard of this AK-47 robot before? It doesn't look functional at all. That's what it looks like to me. These things don't even look like they move. Unless I'm crazy wrong, and those things can move really good, and it's just that. It takes that much metal to move that whole arm. So what are they calling it? A Kalashnikov robot, I guess? We just found out a whole new thing that happened. Who knew about this? Who knew about this out here? Uh, we knew about that. We knew about the Hampshire, one with the ham hobbits. GOA definitely needs to hire an animator. Well, I don't know. I would work for Joey if they pay me good money. What about AK-47 and 10 millimeter? That would be a lame thing, wouldn't it? Uh, I was ready to build AKs if work shut down. Well, you've seen that article before. You're just hiding it. I don't know if I've seen it or not. I would think I'd remember it if I seen it, but I just don't remember seeing it. Which one did I click on? Business Insider. These are all from Business Insider. There's only one article about it ever. I'm going to type in clash the cough robot and see what I have. So the sun.uk. This one I seem to
Oh, I've been on mute the whole time. It was all gold. I had so many secrets. It was so many secrets. Here's what you should do. Type stuff in the chat, and then I'll ignore the chat for like a half an hour. That gets rid of the, all the, the loofy loos who just want to listen to what I'm saying over here instead of just watching me randomly click on stuff. So I basically discovered all kinds of amazing things. There's a Russian robot, uh, and then I learned about all this. And anyway, then I was asking, now I'm asking, uh, has anybody ever heard of the anti-robot people? So there's literally robots. There's, um, well, there's going to be killer, uh, what's the word? Automaton. So anyway, they're, they're, they're to the point where they can put AI out there with guns, right? They can put like a, uh, I'm trying to say like a smart rifle or a smart turret and they can take a smart turret and put it on legs. So if they can do that, if they can put a smart gun into a smart turret and then put that on a robot legs, that's, that's, you know, being word, uh, hurt, uh, like if it's being coordinated or used, you know, uh, from a main source or it might be on its own. But either way, if they're already theorizing having robots that would be have the decision to kill or not, because at the moment, that's not a thing. But, you know, it's the foreseeable future as to where there's robots out there that have basically a smart landmine, a thing that's lethal that has a more brain to some extent so that it's not going to kill as randomly as a landmine, but it'll also kill autonomously. And that is a real thing. So there's a group of people who are anti-killer robots and I forget what they're, I mean, it's easy to discount it because it sounds like, like a bad Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like joke or something, but it's literally a thing. Like there's a ton of people that are super concerned that, autonomous killing robots are going to be the next version of mine. So that we're going to drop these, I don't know, R2-D2s with laser cannons. And then, you know, they'll let you pass, but they're not going to let that guy pass. So they're going to let, you know, this color people pass, but not that color people. Or they're going to let robots pass, but not humans. You know, they're going to let workers pass, but not protesters, something like that. But yeah, that's uh, that's a real thing. But uh, probably not as imminent, maybe not as imminent as a viral infection. But I don't know. Not ruling it out. Anyway, learned all about this Kalashnikov robot. Talked all about it while I was on mute. Uh, got a phone call from communism. They called me and said I could ride the robot around if I wanted to. I, you know, I had it all on speakerphone, but I guess I was muted. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, so I was typing in here. AK-47 and robot to try to get a picture of an AK-47 or a robot holding an AK-47. Maybe I'll put the robot in front. Look how stupid Google is. You can't even drag and drop because they got to be so fucking fancy. No, I'm not trying to drag an image. What, but what about this looks like an image, stupid Google? Over here and do this and do that. Now I got to type in holding because you didn't know that's what I was trying to do. How crazy smart YouTube at Google is. And all I had to do is type it in there once and it just reached out to, does it even tell me? 
how many searches it went through. Just a million and a half searches to bring back all these pictures of robots holding AK-47s. Although it is pretty stupid because there's only one robot holding an AK-47. Or is there even? No, there's no robots holding an AK-47. They did do pretty good. Huh. You could have done better. There's that movie with the gold AK, uh, with the gold robots. Juarez 2044 or something like that, or is 2020? Juarez 20, 24, 25, Juarez 2045, oh, I'm pretty fun. Remember that pretty good. Uh, there's this robot, it's pretty badass. He's holding an AK-47. But I've already drawn this guy. It's a pretty good movie, if you haven't seen it. This is a movie about, there's these robots, right? Basically what we're just talking about, autonomous robots that have the ability to kill, you program them to, and then a bunch of cartels rip them off <laughs> and then put gold all over them. And then they run around doing cartel business with them. And then this guy gets in an even bigger one, a mech suit, basically. Well, I need to put that mech suit into the system. But uh, he gets into this mech suit. I think that's how it ends. I don't remember. It, somehow this big-ass robot comes in and wails on the gold robots. It's pretty good. All right, I was looking for images. And we'll go back to robot shooting. So there's got to be a couple of different movies out there with robots shooting AK-47s. I don't know if Chappie had one. Wait a minute. Asylum had robots? I thought Asylum just had some kind of weird battle suit. Oh, dang. I need to... Is this Asylum? I uh, I gotta watch Asylum again. I didn't realize I thought it was just this kind of business. Oh yeah, there's a robot right in that freaking picture. But I know he had this crazy robot-looking AK-47. I just refused to draw that one because got Matt Damon in it. I could draw Matt. I could draw that AK, and then make this robot holding it instead of stupid Matt Damon. That's what I'm doing. Oops. Oh yeah, look how big that picture is. Holy moly. Let's make that robot holding that gun because Matt Damon's an idiot. So we'll copy image and close that out of there. Is there a better image of that anywhere? I might need that robot from somewhere. So maybe I'll just leave that. Yeah, I'll leave that up there. I'll show it over here. Get rid of Igaric. Oh, that, does anybody, did anybody did I say what that Igaric means uh, from that AK-47 robot? like this. I will not open this all the way, even though I have enough monitor that I could open it all the way. I'll open it this much of the way. If it'll open this time, let's see if it'll open now. Oh, no, I got to go find stuff again. 
Let me do it over here. You don't need to see, you don't need to see any secrets. Uh, open, and then, where am I going? I'm going to here, here, here. This is where I don't remember which one it is. I'm just going to go ahead and say, oh, I know which one it is. Nope, I don't know which one. There's our 2020, there is. And that's not where it is either. All right, I have stuff in too many places. I'm gonna put it here, and I guess I can't put it here. I have to start with something, so I'm gonna go from here to here to here, and now I found it. And what am I doing? I am doing the, mm, I'm gonna put it with mech suits. Because it's my file, and that's where I'm shoving it. All right. Here's a bunch of different mech suits. If anybody knows of any mech suits I'm missing, eventually I'll be drawing all these different mech suits. And anybody who can identify, oh, why did it open so big? Who can identify the most of these mech suits? Oh. Can you identify all of them? Would you call the spider, is pink out there? This is a, this is a question for Pink Panther directly. Or specifically, I guess some of you might be able to answer this question, but if Pink Panther is still out there, uh, well, he wasn't even in this show. He was in another show, maybe. Um, in the new, no, I only do Instagram of who I am. I mean, my channel, I don't hide channels or nothing. I, I, my channels are my channels. Um, but in the new Spider-Man multiverse, right? Has anybody seen the multiverse? I won't even bother if you haven't seen multiverse. First of all, let me know if you've seen multiverse or if pink is out there. I'll ask him. Um, so what, did I already grab that image? I did. So now I'm going to go into here and who's going to be able to identify all of these different mech suits? Um, what am I going to do? I probably am not going to kill my computer. So I'm going to first drop the image here somewhere and then lock it and then close it. And then I'm going to just close all these other images so that my computer's not trying to render all that for no reason. Now I'm going to go in and you know what? That's way too big. So I'm just going to make it a lot smaller. Oh. That's not the right key. So I will hold, when you hold down nothing, you can do this. And then that's stupid, right? You could do this, and that's stupid, right? So Control Z, Control Z will undo it. You hold down the Shift key, though. Now it stays proportional. And I can wiggle my mouse around like a spaz, and it's always going to stay a nice proportional correct image. So I'm going to bring it down over here. Bring it down over here. So I'm pretty sure this white part is, uh, what is it? It's in stupid points, stupid European points. How about you put this in inches for me? Anyway, I think that's a piece of paper. So uh, if that's a piece of paper, I definitely don't need Matt Damon as big as a freaking billboard. So I made him the size of a piece of paper so that I'm just not drawing the biggest image of Matt Damon I've ever seen. 
and then uh, squish that down over there. And then I'll copy and paste it right above there. I always do. Although I probably don't need it on this one because I don't care what color this dude is. And then fade this one out. And then get to doing, get to going. All right, let's see if everybody's saying everything over here. So clickbait all the way down. Part of the time, oh man, I'm gonna go back. Somebody posted it on gun channels? Hmm. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. If it was, it was like late in the evening or something because I definitely didn't retain it. AK-47. Robot could be using a screw style for moving the arms forward and back instead of hydraulics. I guess that's what I was thinking, like a motor, right? Like an electric motor. And I guess nowadays you could, I forget what they call that kind of motor where it doesn't need to, it can handle just sitting in one spot, turned on for a long time without grinding out. I forget there's a name for that. It's like a servo motor or whatever. There's like that type of motor that can do that kind of, maybe like something like that. Uh, okay, then I guess that's where I decided to mute. Um, and then we're back. Killer robots are included in the Second Amendment? Hmm. I don't know. Is that a thing? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if Chappie holds an AK. Does Chappie hold an AK? In Chappie, the one guy has an AR. It is real life, though, so it could be an AK. I'll have to check out some Chappie pictures. Uh, straight out of Aliens, like Robocop the Mouse. I don't know what that means. Oh, he had a Galil? Well, I'm going to go look at Chappie then, too. Terminator was developed in the 80s. They used small dolls with chips, giving them to young mothers to raise like an infant and then install the chip. And what? Robo not to make it. What? Small dolls with chips, giving them to young mothers to raise like an infant and install the chip in making a robot to make it as close to human as possible. Okay, so the spider girl who, I don't know what it is, the spider girl from like the future who is a spider robot and a spider inside of a spider robot and then also a girl. That one, because she goes in there, right? She goes into the sp writer, spider, the robot spider. So is that robot spider a mech suit? Because it's not, a, well, it is a robot, but it's a mech suit when she's sitting in it. Controlling it, I think. I don't know. It's like a transformer, I guess. I mean, no, not really. Nobody sits inside a transformer and tells it what to do. You sit inside a transformer and you're sitting in, it's like being a passenger in a car. She goes into that spider thing, 
the robot spider and she controls it. She tells it what to do. She drives it around like a vehicle. So I think that spider might be a mech suit. All right, I gotta put this up in here. I'm just gonna look around it. Um, I guess let me know if I should keep going live. Um, there's 10 people. So where there's 20 people, the host doesn't get to choose, but I figure with 10 people, the audience would get to choose whether it stays going or not. Uh, let's see, I need to make a few layers here. Oh man, maybe I made it too small. All that talk about getting it smaller. Not super small. It's a mech suit with AI. Oh, I don't know about AI. I don't know. I guess I could consider, is AI a characteristic or is it a, uh, a category? Maybe that's the question. Because if AI is just a characteristic, then I don't know what things are that, like Skynet, what is Skynet then? Like, I mean, like what we would normally would be a no-brainer AI if it was just a characteristic. So you could say, you know, a, a one robot is just a robot. It's running around being a robot. Like maybe C-3PO, he's a robot, or he's an android technically, but he's a robot, right? He just runs around doing his thing. R2-D2, on the other hand, is he an AI? Because he can plug his little robot appendage into stuff and then control stuff with it. You know, C-3PO don't do that kind of business. So is AI just like an, a characteristic or a, a thing that a robot can do? And then like Whopper, you know, is kind of like a robot without a body, but he's just an AI robot. So in the future, they're like, you know how good an AK is? How much better would it be if we jammed a shit ton of metal on top and then a big obnoxious yellow thing on top of that that's probably fragile? People are going to be like, hell yeah, how tall can it possibly be? Like, I don't even want to bend over to look off a rifle metal. I used to have, my grandpa used to have to bend down to look at a rifle. I'm not like in the olden days. They're going to call the young generation Zoomers in the future. So they're going to be like, hey, Zoomer, nice low pro-optic. Not snag much. That's the kind of shit they'll say. And in the future, with this kind of gun, you can never have those, like, beaded doors. Instead of having regular doors, you just have beads. You can't do that with this kind of rifle. Because it gets snagged. <clears throat> if you're not familiar with RoboNot, just type it in search. Uh -oh. Uh oh. Where the hell is the video? You're not tonight. Robo or not. Robo or not. What the hell is it saying? Robo or not. 
Robonaut is a human robot developed by Dexterous Robotics Laboratory at NASA's Jan Johnson's Space Center in Houston. Um, differs from other current spacefaring robots in that while most space robotic systems are designed to move large objects, this thing is designed to take out the humans and fit into vehicles and into their clothing. Yeah, look, they gave it a gun already. It's the first thing they did. I'm going to give mine handcuffs for humans. I'll give mine a gun to kill the humans. Made by GM. They don't care about you. They make robots. Robots probably have to buy whatever car they tell them, too. Look at this creepy shit. So this robot has hook for hands because it's easier to kill humans and you don't have to waste your time grabbing things. You can just gouge everything all the time. And then his other hand is a giant, or his other foot is a magnet. It just has three arms, actually. That's creepy as hell. Oh, yeah, I used to have a set of these, and they, they are just magnets here. And then you have, like, little ball-bearing magnets. And you there's also one where he's half horse, and he snicks on there. This is the biggest rip-off of Boba Fett's head ever. So this is fake. There's no way NASA could get a copyright and put Boba Fett's head on there. Oh, I'm sad about this robot because he got his legs hurt, and he has to drive around a wheelchair now. He has this record player to play with, but he's in a wheelchair. This is like if Thor and uh, Boba Fett got together. Somebody was like, oh, man, I'm going to Comic-Con as both Thor and Boba Fett in a wheelchair and a typewriter. I'm going to talk shit about that robot. I don't care. Um, look at this one. What's this guy doing to that robot? What kind of shit are they doing in space? This poor human, they're like, this robot's like, do that to me again, human. And he's like, don't don't make a video of this. He's showing this video to his other robot friends. Look what I'm making this human do to my insides. Fucking disgusting. You're a stupid looking robot. They make him doofy looking like this, so you don't feel like, oh, that's no, those aren't laser blasters in his legs. He's goofy looking. And he zaps you with his laser blaster legs. That stupid ass Fonzie robot. And they like, we want Power Rangers and Fonzie, but I wanted a truck. All right, we'll type GM on there also. Can I make up the van lines. It's a fake C3PO. In the backpack, scuba diving C3PO. Yeah, this is super creepy. This is on Earth, too. They're trying to make it look like it's somewhere else. But look, they've forgotten there's plants in the background. That's on Earth. This is right before he killed this guy. He's getting ready to, like, reach in there and grab an organ right out of there. Probably put it in a bag for study in the future. Yeah, that's super creepy. Looks like it's real. Is this a real Wikipedia article? Robots, robo-robonauts are essential to NASA's future. You know who would write some bullshit like that? A robonaut. DARPA. DARPA's never done anything bad for nobody. None were flown into space. You want them creepy ass things up there? You want this in space? 
looking at you. Shit, ISIS has one. Says something about ISIS over here. It was designed as a prototype to be used on Earth, but managers were impressed by R2D2 and chose to send it to ISIS. Fuck, he gave this shit to ISIS. And we're worried about germs. Ugh. So let's see. It's a mech suit. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong one. I need to look at this one so I can click on stuff. Yeah, thanks. Now I have a creepy, stupid NASA paid for a robot. Like robots, they're NASA's like, hey, let's build a robot. Let's build one that looks cool. No, no, let's build one that looks really creepy and gives kids nightmares. That's what we'll make. I'm about to go to bed. I have to call in. Oh, right on. Thanks for working. Appreciate it. But I guess some people I've been told are getting called like names and shit. And I don't understand that. Um, so, yeah, thanks for, for doing that. And when my mail lady went by today, I yelled, thank you at her. And I appreciate it. The only way people can hang out at home on their uh, virus vacation is when there's people out there working. So appreciate it. Uh, the game MechWarrior. I just watched. Did you get a thing? Did you just get fed from the Al Gore's Rhythm? A thing about MechWarrior? A video about MechWarrior? Because I just got done watching a video about MechWarrior because YouTube shoved it at me. Uh, it was like the history of MechWarrior or something like that. Maybe seven minutes long. I hope it wasn't 17 minutes long. But, uh, yeah, it was a pretty good game, I think. I never played those games very long because I couldn't play them. I could watch my friends play them because they knew how to move around and do stuff. But every time I try, I couldn't. And I don't have the patience to sit there and figure it out. So very few games I could sit there and actually do anything on it. But it looked like the kind of game I'd want to play. And also, I think, wasn't that one of the games where if you didn't have a big-ass, goofy-looking joystick, maybe even a double joystick, like you might as well in that plate? it kind of needed all that extra business like if you were trying to play it from your computer keyboard it was you were handicapped from it like everybody else was wailing on you i think it was one of them games because that's another reason i would have never played it but i be i remember being frustrated about that one but it was interesting because it talked about the robot designs which i was always wondering why half of them freaking robots look the same and then all of a sudden they don't and it's all about they got licensed from one from different toy companies and it you know if they were in good relationships then yeah I use it as soon as somebody owes somebody money or whatever the hell then nope he's my robot design no more which is annoying because a couple of them i thought the coolest ones seem to be the ones that well that's probably why those were the ones that uh kept jumping around being on available and not available because they were the coolest ones I think I'm spending way too much time on that. So let's go back out. AI is the ability to act independently uh, over any arching command.
I don't know, I guess. I guess I don't even define it. I need to define it on the site and then I can go forward with whatever definition I, you know, I actually go with. Because I, I was thinking AI is more like uh, Skynet, something that has the ability not just to think for itself, but then to do something about it, like control something. I'm trying to think of something that would be like a dingus AI that can't do nothing. So there's probably some movie I'm not thinking of where the AI wants to do something about something, but it just you know, it can't just control other robots or something. Like you can't tell a bunch of nuclear missiles to go off. So all it can do is sit there being frustrated about it. Like that might be an AI technically, but that's not what I'm calling an AI. I'm calling an AI something that has the ability to like kill the world or kill all humanity because it got upset or figured that was the best way to save us. So maybe I'm the one with the wrong whatever definition of AI. Now, would this have been cooler if the movie would have been cooler? I think if the movie would have been cooler, gun would have still been dumb and they would have been cooler movie if they would have had some put some thought into this gun Stop here for a second and save. So I waste all my time and we'll go see if anybody else anything. So three C three PO is like a rough cut data data from Star Trek. No way, no way. It is way better than C three PO. C three PO is only a talkie robot. All he does is talk, and he can't even hardly bend over. Data can do all kinds of crazy shit. Um, Eagle Eye was a good movie. Um, I think I just watched that one the other day too. Is that the one with? Is that the one at the end? There's an El Camino and a cat. Is that uh, Eagle Eye? PDR uh, is crashing. That's the other problem. Is I have a show that appeals to people that like to go to sleep at six p.m. and then they can't watch my show. Oil change, Fonzie. His hand positioning. I don't know where all that was. Uh, can we program one of them Robogonauts to do the yard work? You would want that creepy thing on your yard? Probably do something creepy. Uh, so I can do cool stuff instead. But yeah, pretty soon we'll have robots doing the yard. I've seen a thing that was like a giant roll controlled car, but it was a two bladed robot. And it was running around in like kind of a small area between what would you call like the exit ramp and the ground, I guess. Like, you know, like the 
and the on-ramp was at ground level and the freeways up in the air and there's the on-ramp you know coming down in a diagonal and all that area in between was grass so it would have been a really annoying place to have to run with a lawnmower like i don't know what you'd have been doing like bench presses or some shit to like push the lawnmower up a hill a million times and this thing because it was so little was able to go back and forth like long way without falling off the hill obviously but it looks like if you were a human trying to walk that way back and forth a long way you would have fallen off because it was so steep so for that kind of stuff i could see it being or at least for that thing it was uh i mean who cares if you if as long as you ain't got to walk behind the thing who, who i don't think anybody would care if you had to run around a remote control lawnmower for an hour or however long it takes to run around your yard but uh something like a Roomba where you just set it for like Saturday and sometimes Saturday it goes out and cuts on its own. I think there's something like that actually already, but that would be less fun because now you're not doing anything. Maybe you could watch it. Well, at this rate, Everybody's dropping off, and I'm starting to yawn. So at some point, I think uh, I'm going to have to admit that I'm not going to be able to get this AK drawn tonight. I don't think. Plus, if I don't see the other pieces of the AK, then I'm useless. I have no idea what the AK looks like if I can't see the thing underneath the Matt Damien's hand there. Oops. I can't imagine how boring, how weird it is to hear somebody yawn. I hope you're not hearing me yawn every time I do that. I'm trying to mute it. Oh, it's this finger in there. I was wondering what the hell that was. everybody so now it's been almost 10 minutes since the last chat um let's go here and save this is the movie called Elysium or asylum or elysium or something like that elysium or something like that i don't know how to say it i can't i'd have to hear somebody say it elysium or i think it's elysium elysium I can check it right here. Yeah. Asylum? It's asylum? I don't know. It's been a while since I heard anybody say it. Um, so rich people, sons of bitches. Rich people ruin the world. And then as soon as they ruin it, they got all the money because they ruined it. And uh, 
And then as soon as they ruin it, they go up into the space. So there's this big boat looking thing in space that they live in. It's fancy and it's perfect and it's super expensive and it's beautiful. And they live up there and it looks sort of like a big boat. And then every once in a while, they got to go down to beat up on the poor people on the earth, you know, to make their money. And that's where Matt Damon comes in. So he's a hero of earth and uh, he's going to fight uh, boat people in the sky. So I forget what happens. I think he gets tasered a bunch of times and then he buys this suit off of some guy. And it basically puts this this metal suit on him. You can see in this picture. He puts this metal suit on. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's the bad guy. And then he fights this bad guy who also has a metal suit. But it's, it's like built in. They have to like screw it to their bones. So it's like all screwed on. They can never take it off. So here's the deal. He's wearing clothes, but he can never take off his suit. You're going, well, wait a minute. That makes no sense because they're wearing clothes and they can't ever take off their suit. But here's the movie. They can't ever take off their suit. Like that suit of armor that he's wearing. Where'd it go? So I have to go back like this. So the suit of armor that Matt Damon is wearing, he can't take it off because it's bolted to his arms, but he has a shirt on underneath. You're not supposed to talk about that. But uh, anyway, so he does something. I forget how he gets the suit of armor. He gets, I think he steals the suit of armor from this guy, or this guy gives him the suit of armor. It's not really armor. It's just it's electric muscles, I guess. It makes your muscles stronger. So uh, he gets one of these muscle suits, and then he goes into, he, gets, he steals a ride into space from the rich people, and then he runs around and kills all the rich people. Crashes the space moon, space boat into the earth, and then everybody on earth is saved. And because of the, you know, the rich people died, and that saves everybody. Pretty sure that's how that movie went. In the, in the year 2054. When the privileged live in the perfect world while everyone else lives in the earth that they left behind, that demon crosses over to fight for the rest of humanity. Was I muted for that whole thing again? Dang it. Isilium. Uh, you ever notice how everything on movies and on TV promotes sex and lots of partners, yet we need population control? What do you mean? It doesn't seem that long ago, but yeah, eyes won't come out forever. Is that a flashlight on that dude's gun? This here is a laser gun. This is from 2018, and it's a handheld weapon that can set fire to targets from long distance. And ugh. Everything's about the China viruses. China has developed a portable new laser woman that can zap a target uh, nearly a kilometer away, according to researchers. So if you want to zap something, light a cigarette on fire from like a kilometer away, I think a kilometer is like eight feet. So it's pretty long. Uh, 
10 years ago, it would have been sci-fi to set flaps fabric on fire. But now, over eight feet away, they can light somebody's clothes on fire. Um, the Chinese company claims its laser gun can t hit a target several hundred meteors away. So I guess they're going to show us something that it's hitting. So a lot of people are obviously skeptical about that. So we're going to look over here. We're going to see that that piece of cardboard is in fact on fire. So that proves it. There's no possible way that that could have happened without him shooting that flashlight at it. So yeah, that's a flashlight from China. You can zap things. Let's say there's a bat flying around. Zap it with that. Falls to the ground. Now you take off that wing that got all singed. You get rid of that because it's all cooked. You take the rest of that bat and you make some soup. It's delicious. Blinds him to death. You can't buy it. It's from China. 0.62 of a meter. It's eight feet. 9.6 feet. I forget. I can't do that. Chinese soldiers have laser guns. This one, he doesn't even have a big scoop at the end. He just has it plain old, ready to go. That's why those people can't get to space. They're always measuring it in metric, and they're like shooting a missile or a spaceship up or whatever, and it, it's like, I don't know, 30, 40 feet up, boom, hits the ground. Dang it. Move it to 700,000 kilometers, and they get up like 15 feet, and they try to hit the ground. They don't know what the hell they're doing. What is this? Oh, that's one of them wooden guns. All right, well, I'm um, going back to this. Oh, was I done? No, I don't like how, the, I don't know what to make of this thing up front. I haven't seen the movie enough to be familiar. I don't really think he used it that much in the movie, honestly. So I'm gonna say that's it. I'm just gonna say boom, and then kind of lock that layer. And now what I'm gonna do is unlock this layer go back to that tool click on it maybe even copy zoom out move this down paste over here go up to object and transform and reflect i think by default it's always on vertical so click it to that then stretch it quite a bit because it was already little and then stretch it even more and then stretch it a little bit more and then bring this guy up you don't even have to do nothing you just have to get rid of matt damon now. so now go to this and go to this and get rid of that matt damien and then close that lock that layer Go to this new layer, grab that, dang it, grab that same tool though. Actually, I'm gonna grab this tool and then give myself a stroke. Go down there and 
the drawing. Not on a tool, probably because I'm not on a tool. Go on a tool. And then maybe just try to draw this robot. Oh, no, that's horrible. That's going to be wrong size. Look at that. I don't think that is. That's weird. Oh, and that's at one. Oh, wait. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It should be at this level. So we'll go back to here. And we'll go back to here. And we'll delete this. That's what not. So we'll go back to that level. And we'll click on that. All right, and now I'll unclick that layer, go to that layer, click on that, and nope, it's right back to that same thing. We'll be dang. So I'm going to go back to this tool then, and we'll see what happens when I do that. All right, I guess I'm saying on this tool. If Angelina was in here, she could tell me why that one tool makes a much wider line with the number one than the other tool. tell what's going on this thing is so fuzzy i'm just gonna play with it a little bit and assume that it does something like that and then underneath of it it does something like this and then let's take those to there and then does something like this because i guess i really can't tell and that probably would have to be there this Uh, let's see if anybody else is over there anymore. That trick is for Canadians and Europeans. It's funny we lost the coordinates to the moon as an added bonus. It's hard to tell you, What do you say? It already in the 60s. Oh, and magically the shuttle that landed on the moon had boosters to send it. Running back to Earth. No, well, don't you know how they did it? They went to uh, moon and then dropped down on the lander. And then the lander only had to jump up off of the moon. So it had a smaller little capsule. They left most of it there. It reunited with the guy floating around. One guy didn't get to go to the moon. He had to just look at the moon. And then the three of them came back from a lunar slingshot type of shit, I thought. All they had to do is have enough fuel to release their slingshot around moon. But that's how they do it.
All right. Well, I am zoning out a little bit. It's getting to be two hours. I think I've been online for a while today. So I'm going to start wrapping it up. If anybody else has anything else to actually chat about, though, no need to. I'm not shutting it right off. Uh, if you got anything to throw out there before we head out. Um, I was hoping that this would be a bit of a distraction from what I was doing earlier, but all I'm doing is thinking about the next three things I'm going to do when I'm not drawing this robot. So sometimes drawing a robot is a fun distraction. And right now it's more of a nuisance. I don't need this robot for nothing. So uh, it's actually now driving me nuts because it's not even fun. I'd rather draw this thing when I'm fun because I'm about to have to figure out how to make his arm actually fit on that thing. And I'd rather do that when I'm having fun instead of being mean to my robot I'm about to draw his arm holding AK. A certain level of respect you have for your cartoon robots when you draw them. Some people don't have it. I try to foster that respect. If you count yawns, I don't even. I can't even keep up. I don't even know how many yawns that is now. Uh, is everybody uh, doing all right? What, how many people got out there? There's six of you. Y'all doing okay? Uh, any concerns? Any heads up? Anything awesome happening? Uh, I heard about um, Harbor Freight giving all their gloves, but I heard something else today that was pretty darn cool. I can't remember what it is now. Dang, what the hell was it? I thought, oh, I'm going to talk about that on Daily Gun Show because I bet you nobody else will bring that up. And it was something pretty cool. It was something pretty awesome. So there's this awesome thing that happened. Maybe I'll remember to tell you about it tomorrow. Maybe I won't remember to tell you about it tomorrow. But that happened. All right. We didn't really talk too much about AKs, but we certainly talked about Eric Pratt and what he did wrong and what he did right in the first five minutes of his speech. And we delved into that for like an hour. So maybe tomorrow we'll have more people on. I had a I had a two hour chat with a bunch of people today uh, about talking to people with stress. Sorry about that. Talking to people with stress, and we're gonna have another one of those on Thursday. So stay tuned for that if you're interested. If you'd like to be part of it, let me know. You're more than welcome. Um, good to hear. It's the same business as usual. My AK is chambered in 30 by 0.30 by 1.53. Oh, that would be pretty cool. And then put, you need to do it like this though, right? So that it's inches. But it isn't though, because it's 30 caliber, not 30, not 0.3 inches. But yeah, I hear you. All right, I'll be up here again. I think it just does that because I talk. I've been talking here for two fucking hours. My lungs just go into seizures and it sounds like yawning, but actually my lungs are seizuring out. 
So I'm out of here.